Welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast, where we'll hear stories from Washingtonians from their favorite food at Waltz or the CAF to their favorite Tiger Tunes shows and professors. We'll also find out what they've been up to outside the famed Washita bubble. I'm your host, John Merriman, Washita's Director of Alumni Relations. Today on the Tiger for Life podcast, we cross the ravine and interview Mark Payton, a ready who has spent the past two years serving as the production manager for Sodexo at Washita. Mark has become a fixture on campus with his Win It Wednesday videos and the way he's connected with students, faculty, and staff. While working at Washita, Mark and his brother Matt have been making vlogs and growing their YouTube channel, which Mark now does full-time while wrapping up a few classes at Henderson. Mark shares about his time at Washita, his faith, how he got started making videos on YouTube, and his favorite things about working in the CAF, like working with Scott and Miss Jeanette, the delicious cheesy chicken and rice, and more. If you're looking for positive, encouraging, fun online content, check out Mark Payton, an honorary Tiger for Life on YouTube. All right, Mark Payton, welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast. Righty. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, glad you're here. Hey, you may be the the first, maybe the last ready, I don't know, to be on the Tiger for Life podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty exciting. Um, now, are you still finishing up school? Did I see that? I am. Yeah, I am. Um Whenever the pandemic hit, I kind of took some time off, uh, but I am going into my senior year. So hopefully May of next year, I'll be graduated, uh, but I've just been kind of taking it a little slow, you know. Yeah. Are you finishing up through Henderson, but living in Conway? Or are you doing stuff at UCA? What's your plan there? I'm, I'm going to do online Henderson. Okay. So I'm going to try to finish up that way, but uh, we'll see where it goes. Okay. There's still time to transfer. We can get you. There is still time. (laughs) Hot transfer out to LA. You never know. (laughs) There's good weather out there. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. So tell me about your time in Arkadelphia across the street and kind of what led you to work at Sodexo at Washington. Okay. So um, I absolutely loved uh, OBU. I mean, you know, I, I went to Henderson, but being at OBU and working there and in the CAF, you know, uh, it, it was so, I don't know, it just felt like home. You know, like Henderson was great. It was wonderful. I had a bunch of good professors and uh, I really enjoyed it. But every time I would go across the street to the better side, you know, uh, I would just, I don't know, everybody, it was so nice. Everyone was so heartwarming. Or, you know, it was just a really good atmosphere. And especially being around a lot of Christians, you know, because at Henderson, like there are some Christians, but the atmosphere, uh, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it just felt a lot better. Uh, and, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying, oh, Henderson's terrible, you know, but uh, I don't know, just being around like-minded people and uh, people that wanted, you know, to uh, live in the word and uh, by the word. So that just felt good to be there. And the people, you know, you guys, all the staff and the students, you know, everybody, it was just nice to be around everybody. It was, uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, we give Henderson a hard time, you know, obviously Battle of the Ravine and all of that. But, you know, Arkadelphia would not be Arkadelphia without Henderson and, true. and all these students and, you know, friends of ours work at both campuses. So, you know, we try to razz them a little bit, but not, you know, not too bad because they're right. great folks over there, too. Um, now. I guess after high school, before you went to Henderson, you joined the military, right? Were you in the Marines? I did, yes. So, uh, so there's a little story to that. Whenever I got out of the uh, out of high school, I um, I started college, and then I fell out of pre-cal, and I was like, you know what? 
this is hard. And plus, I've always wanted to be in the military. Ever since I was a little kid, I've just always wanted to serve the nation. You know, I love USA. And I wanted to go in. I actually wanted to be a Navy SEAL. Okay. So what I did was uh, I went in, I talked to the recruiter and, you know, I was like, hey, I want to go special forces and I want to be a SEAL and I want to just do it, you know, so many awesome things and, and serve this country as well as I can to my uh, best ability. So whenever I went in, I had a Navy contract and um, I have, they said that I didn't have the greatest eyes. So in order to go into special forces, you have to have perfect vision. And I didn't know that. And by that time, I already had a Navy contract. So I told him, I was like, I really don't want to sit on a boat. You know, I'd rather go out and, and be in the action and, and uh, do stuff like that. So I asked them what I could do in, in the Navy that is anything like that. And they said, well, there's not really much you can do except going greenside. And going greenside would be going with the Marine Corps. And uh, it was called Fleet Marine Force. And so I did... It's, it's hard to explain, but technically, yes, I was in the Marine Corps. I, I, I spent my entire time with them. I've barely seen any Navy personnel. I did everything the Marines did, uh, but I was like security in the Marine Corps. So, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I miss it. You really create uh, a lot of memories and have uh, some com- camaraderie with you know, so many people. And it's like a brotherhood. It really is. So uh, I loved it. Yeah. Well, appreciate your service. And, you know, we've, we've got friends right now who are on active duty, you know, overseas can't tell where they are and are coming home soon. So we're glad about that too. But yeah, that was a really cool part of your story. I thought, Um, you know, one day I was uh, meeting with John Fitzgerald in the calf about homecoming and I saw you and you were like, uh, you know, Calvin Klein out and hanging out upstairs in the calf. And I was like, Who's this guy that's like sponsored by Calvin Klein? It seems like over here hanging out in the calf. And he said, Hey, he's a like a famous YouTuber. And I was like, What's he doing in the calf? Like working over here. And he said, He's he's about to be full time. He's gonna go on his own. He's gonna hit it big or whatever. So uh that's when I you know, went back to the office and started like checking out your videos. But um tell me what led to starting like doing videos and and being on YouTube. Okay, so whenever I was in the military, actually is whenever it started. Right as I was about to get out, is uh, I told my brother, I was like, look, we need to make a channel that is family friendly and uh, very uplifting because I have noticed, and I'm sure everybody else has as well, but in today's world, everything on the internet, on TV, uh, it's all negative. You know, and there's so many things that should not be out there that are. People, I don't know, it's just sad to see. So I told Matt, I was like, look, Let's make a channel. Let's just be, uh, let, let's, you know, talk about God. Let's mention God. A lot of people don't do and they should. Um, and let's just be uplifting and motivating. And my goal with the channel was I wanted to reach as many people as I could. And, um, you, you know, in today's world, there's kids that don't grow up in homes that have both parents. Mm-hmm. And even if they do, sometimes it's not the best place for them to be because it's, you know, um, it's not, it's not a positive environment. Some kids get beat, you know, some kids are torn down emotionally. Uh, kids are bullied at school. So my goal was to get people and tell people that, Hey, you know, you're meant for greatness. You can do anything you set your mind to, you know, Jesus loves you. 
Um, and, and I just want to make people's day. I just want to make people smile. That's my whole thing through YouTube. And I would love to be able to one day wake up, post a video and get 10 million views in a day. And that's 10 million views or 10 million lives that could possibly be changed just through, uh, just through being an influencer. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. And you just never know what that's going to be, which is probably maddening to a little bit, you know, um, good friends with uh, Candace Payne. Candace Sharp was my friend here at school. Chewbacca mom, you know, got famous yeah. today with that uh, Chewbacca mask. She's been making crazy videos every day because she's crazy. And then just boom, <laughs> over, you know, something just connects and hits. So, yeah, never really know when it's going to take off, because I guess the biggest one you've done right is the tornado video. Yeah, it, it definitely was a tornado one. Um, when we started out making videos, they were just like funny vlogs. That's what they were. Um, we just wanted to make funny content. And we posted every single day, every single day for months. And then my buddy, he was like, uh, he's a storm chaser. He said, hey, man, why don't you come on a storm chase with me? You can vlog it. And I was like, okay, sounds good. I had no idea this was going to happen. But went on the storm chase, vlogged everything, and he put us inside of a tornado by accident. <laughs> and I'll tell you. Me and Matt were kind of adrenaline junkies, so it wasn't that big of a deal to us. But I don't know; it was just so cool to me. I mean, it was it was amazing. When I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but whenever we made the video, Matt looked at me and he said, "This video is going to get a lot of views." <laughs> and then, sure enough, sure enough, it got. Now it's almost an 11 million views. So it's wild. So wild. That's crazy. And you're also being pretty chill about it. You're just like talking to kids, talking to people in their trucks, you know, as there's a tornado <laughs> happening, like no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That was, everybody seems to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty laid back about the tornado. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know exactly all your stats at this point, but I know you've got, you know, 170,000 YouTube followers, that kind of stuff or subscribers. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about that and tell me what you think has led to your success at this point. Okay. Um, so whenever uh, we first started in the first, I think three months while we were making normal videos, we got all the way to, I think almost 30,000 subscribers. And whenever I released the tornado video, uh, it got, I think it got like 5 million views in a month and a half. And that really projected us. I mean, just pushed us so far in the subscriber count because everyone loved our video. And it, I can tell you why everybody was subscribing and YouTube even sent me an email and uh, contacted me about this because not only was it just a tornado chase, you know, there's so many tornado chasers out there and, you know, usually they're very, very professional and that's the good thing. Always be professional. When you're storm chasing. But the difference was me and Matt, we, when we get together, we just like light up. We just, I don't know. We're very energetic and we love to, to be um, very, I don't know, sometimes loud. I don't know. But uh, everyone loved it. I don't know. It was the craziest thing. Everyone loved that video. And they just wanted to see more. So they subscribed. And after that, you know, it, it's it's kept getting us a lot of subscribers. At one point, it was getting about a 1,000 subscribers a day. Uh, now it just varies. You know, I mean, YouTube is kind of like this for, for all channels. But I would say that video definitely um, propelled us to success. And we, we like weather, but that's not what we want to do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to stick to like funny videos and something like that. And it got to a point where 
you know, um, the way that I was making money on YouTube was pushing weather content. So I would keep going on storm chases with my buddy. And every time I would post a video that had anything to do with weather or tornado in the title, it would get hundreds of thousands of views immediately. And uh, of course, that brought me in a lot of money. So I kept pushing to do that. And the reason we haven't really been posting a lot in the past couple of months is because we have taken a step back and we have looked at it and we have decided that we do not want to force ourselves to do something we don't like. So we're kind of, um, we're building a base again. We're going back to the uh, beginning and we're going to, this month, start making normal videos like we were and just keep building up from there. That's but cool. I, I would definitely say the tornado video has led to our success. So uh, very thankful for that. I'm glad I took a camera that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was kind of digging the um, non-stormy ones, like the blowing up a car and all that stuff. Yeah, I kept watching. When is that car going to blow up? I think I, you know, come on. I had a plan for it, and then, and then we all got COVID, and (laughs) and then that kind of shut that down. It kind of you know messed up the plans for that. Then uh, deer season came around, and we couldn't use you know fields, you know, because that's really the only place we could. It would mess hunters up. So we just it kind of fell down the drain. I felt bad because I was so excited for that video. But I will say, uh, Jr. Johnson, he just uh, messaged me the other day, and he said, "Let's blow it up. <laughs> we'll figure it out." We're really, make that video happen. I thought maybe I missed it. You know, like maybe it, yeah. maybe it happened. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, so many people felt that way. John talked about it for weeks. But you know that you were getting this car and you were going to blow it up. Like every meeting, he was talking about it. So yeah, I think it's time. Got to blow that thing up. Definitely time. <laughs> We did talk about it a little bit, but, you know, I know you do share a lot about you're meant for greatness and Jesus loves you. Uh, you know, why do you try to encourage folks so much through your channel? And maybe that's kind of how you're getting back to the the basics, kind of how you started. But, you know, why do you really want to spend time encouraging folks like that? I just, I don't know. I've always had a, a drawn to do that. You know, like I've never, not everyone's meant to be a preacher. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just my way to get the word out there. And I'll tell you, so whenever the first, one of the first videos, I think it was the third video that I made, a someone messaged me and uh, this was a year ago, a little over a year ago. Someone messaged me and said, hey, I just want to let you know that um, I was thinking about suicide and that because of your videos, I decided not to. And Whenever I got that message, like it really stuck to me, you know, like because they watched my video, they decided not to commit suicide. And, and, and I don't know, that just stuck with me for so long. And I remember telling myself, keep making videos and how many lives can you save? Mm-hmm. You know, and how many, how many lives can you help and uh, just put smiles on people's faces? And um, I think about that every time I go to make a video. I think about that person. And since then, I have got countless messages just like that one or people sending me their uh, favorite Bible verse. I think that's awesome. I love when people do that. They'll send me their favorite Bible verses all the time. And I'll have a a parent that, you know, because the people that watch my videos, our videos are kind of between the ages of like 10 and 17. 
and then some are older, but their parents will sometimes send me messages and they will tell me, you know, hey, look, my son or my daughter watches your videos. And I just really want to thank you because you're very positive and you talk about God and uh, you're one of the few channels that I let my kids watch. And they actually, they tell me that stuff. I get messages like that all the time. And uh, it just makes me feel good that parents know that their children can watch my videos and know that they're not going to see something they should. Yeah, I think that's important. There's so much negative content out there. And, you know, and somebody commented to me, they were like, you know, Matt and Mark have been in San Diego and they're having all this fun, but they're not drinking and partying. And they're, you know, like the content is like positive, fun, happy guys having a good time. You know, like that's, I think that's important for people to see. You don't have to go off the rails to, you know, have a great time and be, be positive. So that's cool. Um, you know, I think I mentioned some of my favorite videos, you know, I, I loved the take a, take a favorite fan out. That was my favorite thing. I think my favorite video, but the, <laughs> uh, the saying, thank you 70,000 times for 70,000, you know, subscribers that was five plus hours long. I did skim it, but you know, it was, I thought that was really creative in such a way to like literally thank every person and be authentically you. Um, do you have a favorite video or two, something that stands out that has been like, it's my favorite to film. It was my favorite to communicate. I do actually. And uh, so many people keep asking me about that. And I, I love giving this answer. And it's the one where we go to the water park. I don't know why this one is my favorite, but it just is. I had so much fun making it. It was a vlog and I was with my brother and my cousin and we went to Magic Springs. And the title was, we went to the water park, Matt found a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and that video, it was so funny because when we were in the uh, Lazy River, that's what it's called, the Lazy River. When we were in the Lazy River, we were floating around. And there was this lifeguard, and she was really pretty. And Matt looked at her and uh, when we went around once, and he said, hey, if I, if I drown, will you give me CPR? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what the heck? I had no idea he was going to say that. And... Uh, Whenever it was, what was so funny about it is whenever Matt said that to her, he was looking at the guy. Oh no! And it was, it, 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 it was you would have to just go watch it. It's so funny. It was the funniest thing ever. And he was like, "Never mind, we're just gonna take another lap." So we didn't even get out because it was been <laughs> awkward. So we just went around. <laughs> that was my favorite video for sure. Has there ever been anything that you thought was just like the funniest thing in the world that people didn't really respond how you wanted to or how you thought they might? There it is. I can't. Mine's so blank right now, but there's so many videos that I just thought were so funny that would just blow up. And people just did not pick it up. Like the, the video got maybe 500 views. And I was like, what? When other videos were getting 20 plus thousand views. I was like, how did this one, the one I spent so much time on, did all actually the uh, taking my uh, favorite fan or my number one fan out? That one didn't do as good as I thought it would. That's a good one. It was just, uh, I love that one. one. <laughs> yeah. But I, I couldn't understand why it didn't do, you know, as good. Cause you loved it. Yeah. That you was, know, there were other people that liked it, but I don't know. It was weird. I just really thought that one would blow up. Well, I'll link that one in the show notes so everyone can find my favorite one and then maybe it'll take off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I preach children's camps and I had that moment this summer where, 
they were finding like items in the room about me. And one of them was a picture of me and my brother. And I said, it's not that I like my brother. It's like, I like big brother, the show. And no, yeah, one, okay. the kids didn't laugh. The adults yeah. didn't laugh. I was like, Oh, I guess nobody else watches big brother. Okay. Bye. Like, the adults didn't laugh. Nobody laughed. Wow. I was like, I thought that was a pretty smooth joke right there, but <laughs> yeah, that's and funny. Nobody laughed. Um, tell me about your faith journey. I know that when we talked a while back, uh, when you were heading out of your job here, you, you mentioned that uh, your faith grew a lot while you were here at Washita. Uh, tell me about your faith story. Tell me about how that looked at Washita. I would say I'm going to step back and, and can I talk about what really pushed me? So coming into Washington, whenever I got out of uh, the military, it's like my last year in, there was a guy that I kept asking every day to go to church. Mm-hmm. And he every day would refuse, refuse every single day and for almost a year. And right as I was about to say, you know what, I'm done, tired of asking. Uh, he actually said yes. And I was like, great. So we went to church and he loved it. He came back that night because it was a Wednesday and he came back that night and he loved it again. So he decided, you know what, when I come back Sunday, I'm going to get saved. So he got saved. And I was, you know, that really, that hit me pretty hard. And um, a couple of weeks after that, he was uh, baptized. And I would say that moment is whenever my faith really changed. Like I, I changed almost completely and I really started you know, viewing God and uh, my faith in a whole nother way. So whenever I came to Henderson after, because I just got out of the military, right whenever that happened. When I came to Henderson, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to go over to Washington and work there. And I knew that I wanted to do that because, you know, I was in that process of changing. And when I got there, it was, it was so it was so humbling and uh, I don't even know the word to explain how great it felt to be around so many Christians because mm-hmm. growing up, I, I wasn't always around that many. Um, so it was kind of, it's honestly kind of a shock, you know, uh, it, it was just great seeing so many people talk about God on a daily basis. And so many of the students there are so driven in their uh, faith and making friends with so many people and just constantly being around it. It, it I grew so much that, you know, I, I just couldn't believe how much I grew. And I will always be thankful for being at OBU. Even though I wasn't a student, I felt like family. And I will always be thankful and grateful and appreciative for everything that you guys have done. Well, we'll make you official honorary tiger for life. You're welcome back anytime. I know your folks you work with have been asking for you to awesome. get back here and come by. But now, did you uh, grow up? I in, know. Yeah. Did you grow up in church as a kid? I uh, I grew. I, well, kind of. My parents. Uh, my mom was a Christian, but never went to church. My dad. Uh, he's he's come a long way over the years. In a really, really long ways, but he's not. I wouldn't even say um, a devoted Christian. 
Now, my grandma, she she was, and I would always go to church with her. I'll say always, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was enough that I remember going vividly. I always remember. I remember the teachers, and, you know, every time I'd go in the back and uh, you know, have class, it definitely shaped me to be where I'm at today. Um, if I didn't have that base, I'm not quite sure where I would be because uh, I do always remember knowing who Jesus was. You know, I don't ever remember being a kid and not knowing who Jesus was. So uh, very thankful for that as well. Yeah, I love how that's kind of, you know, carried through and is still part of your your story as you're out there on YouTube and stuff too. That's fun. Um, what do you enjoy the most about working at Washita? I mean, just the environment or um, the students or, you know, what, what do you enjoy the most about working here? Um, I would, <laughs> me and Scott, I love Scott. Scott is so funny. He's a great guy. I enjoyed during lunch or, you know, whenever I'm not that busy, just going out there and talking to Scott because he's always standing out there talking to the students and having a good time. So me and him, we would just stand there and talk. I loved Scott. We had the best conversations, you know, and then Miss Jeanette, loved Miss Jeanette. She is so sweet. I would go over there and help her with her station, you know, sometimes and uh, I always look forward to seeing the people that work there and I would go in the kitchen and I would just talk to them, you know, make them feel like, uh, I don't know, like make them feel like their family. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that if you go and ask any of them about me, that they would have nothing but good to say because I always tried to be uh, good to everybody. And, um, <clears throat> it was just fun. And then seeing, you know, you guys, whenever you walk in their staff, like even the professors, you know, I didn't have class there. I knew some of the professors, you know, because they'd come in and they'd say, hi, how are you doing? And uh, just talk to me like I was a student, you know. So it was really cool getting to know people, building, you know, relationships. And uh, I just really enjoyed that. I I love meeting new people. So I feel like that was the perfect job for me at Washington. Yeah, nonstop new people coming in every day. I love Nonstop. So we have this part of the podcast called Fast Fave Fives where we talk about your favorite things about – Washtaw. And uh, a lot of times those are long off memories from alums that are old, but um, for you, favorite food in the calf? I know that you like managed things, ordered food. Did you get to eat any of the food and what was your favorite? Absolutely. Okay. So I cannot remember what it's called, but it was the, um, the, the cheese, cheesy chicken rice, I think is what it was called. Okay. It was the most popular day for uh for the in the calf everyone comes whenever they see that on the menu and it was so good i guess it was kind of like going to uh lp el perignon yeah and getting the, the chicken, chicken and, rice. and cheese and uh rice i mean it was so good so good but that was definitely my favorite i would probably get three or four plates not even a lie three or four plates <laughs> throughout the day for sure that's fun uh Favorite spot on campus? I know you got to go around and do like different videos and stuff. Is there a place you love at Washtaw? Maybe it's the calf, but what's, what's your favorite spot? I'm, the calf is great, but you know, <laughs> we're going to take it outside. We're going to go out there. Uh, I would say, um, I don't know, just out in the middle, you know, out there by uh, the tiger, mm-hmm. you know, I loved that area. It's just so beautiful. One day we went out there and we were recording a video and I was trying to record, like I was supposed to say stuff, and uh, I could not keep it together because there were so many squirrels <laughs> behind. And 
they were chasing each other up the tree. And it was just in that moment, it was beautiful because it was like 60 degrees that day. Felt amazing. The grass was green. The trees just looked beautiful. I mean, it. I loved that. I will never forget that that uh, picture out of my head. It'll it'll never go away just because of how beautiful it was. Well, I've tried to get somebody to be squirrels for Tiger Tunes for years. No one will do it, but they really should. Be oh squirrels. wow! Right? Yeah. One they of my favorite, one of my sure. favorite memories. We had some pep rally right in front of maybe when I was a student. And there are a bunch of E's right underneath this tree and a squirrel dropped right in the middle of them and they just screamed and ran. It was awesome. That's good. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love the tiger too. You know, it's part of my job. I'm the keeper of the tiger. I have the only key and I actually have his tooth. The tree hit during a storm and we got to put this teeth, tooth back in and it's still on my desk, but <laughs> so I have his tooth in here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Hey, I have it proudly. <laughs> random fact i just i keep it near so I, no one steals it like nobody henderson takes the tooth and runs away so oh yeah you never know don't worry about those henderson people you know um favorite thing to do around the delf uh, i said maybe how i blow up cars but favorite thing to do around the area because you guys are your family's in what bismarck these days uh, well uh that's my aunt and uncle live in bismarck um but my family is uh actually texarkana okay that's, that's where I was uh, raised. Okay. So but, favorite thing to do around? Uh, does the Delph, uh, does that, is that also the lake? Yeah. Count yeah. that as the lake? Yeah. Okay. I would say kayaking in the lake was probably a lot of fun. But also, I will say, at the Soto Bluff Trail, going out there and seeing that view of the river is so beautiful. I loved that whenever I went it was just so pretty. You just sit there. You can do homework or just relax, you know, think, whatever you want to do. It's such a beautiful place to be. Yeah, we love it. We walk our dogs. We have two little schnauzers. We walk out there. They love it. Love the trail. Uh, you mentioned a couple people you love to work with at Sodexo. Any, I mean, any favorites that you work with there? Gosh, okay. Uh, yeah, for sure. Scott and Jeanette. <laughs> love them. Uh, uh, hands down, those are the, the main uh, ones. Hands down, for sure. Um, and I would also say uh, Miss Mika, pizza. Okay. Pizza lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she. Whenever I first met her, she told me to call her Pizza Miss Mika. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll never forget her as Pizza Miss Mika. But, yeah, we used to always have really good conversations as well. I love uh, her. And Jasmine, I love Jasmine. I'm not sure if they're still there or not, but uh, – a lot of great people, a lot of great people. But Jeanette, Miss Jeanette and Scott, I'd have the best conversations with them. And Miss Jeanette, you just can't help but want to give her a hug. She's so sweet. I love her. Students love her too. It's like yeah. she's their favorite person. Uh, any funny stories working with Scott or Miss Jeanette? I know you're together a ton, you know, working there. Any funny stories or memories? Oh, I, I think a, a funny memory, and this is just one, there's so many. There are so many, but I cannot think of them right now. I know there are some funny ones. Um, whenever I dressed up as the turkey for Thanksgiving, yeah, we asked Scott to dress up as the turkey. And I don't know his reaction. It was just really funny. There's no way to explain it. You just had to have been there. But um, also, this was, this was funny. I remember this. So whenever we were giving out flowers to all the female students for Valentine's Day, here's what it was. 
Isn't that when they do it, Valentine's Day? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, he's never had anyone help him before. And, you know, I loved being up there and, and seeing the students and talking to the students. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to grab some of these flowers and give them away with you. And it was so funny because there were two lines that were split, right? You could come on either line. And I stood on one side and he stood on the other. And it was so funny because so many of the girls chose to come on my side <laughs> and take the flowers from me or the roses. And uh, he was just over there like, what are you doing, man? Like, get out of here. It was so funny because he loves doing that, too. He's a people person as well. He loves talking to people. So I'll never forget that. That was definitely hilarious. It was really good. That's funny. I can see it. That's hilarious. Hey, we're going to release this video on a Wednesday at some point uh, in honor of your Win It Wednesday videos that were so fun. And uh, You'll have to tell Carrie. I will tell Carrie. We, we will send some Wash Joss swag to you for that day, send you some gift cards. All right. Chick-fil-A in the mail. You know, we'll do something. But, uh, All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, thanks again for hopping on the podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to say to, you know, Wash Joss friends out there listening today? Um, I would just like to say if I've met you or if we've talked personally, thank you so much. The experience, uh, all of you guys have made it an amazing experience and I will always be grateful. If you guys ever need anything from me, feel free to reach out, send me something on Instagram and just say, Hey, you know, if you want to just say what's up, say what's up. Or, you know, I'm always here for you guys. Uh, I love you and I'm going to miss you. I'll probably be back. So if you see me around, stop me and say hello. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate everything you've done. Yeah, well, they'll see you and Matt soon uh, hosting or doing your uh, judging of Tiger Tunes. It's going to be a big deal. Yes, that's exciting. That's I'm really excited for that. I can't tell you how excited I am. I love Tiger Tunes. So. It's going to be fun. We need to to do some videos around that. Um, yeah, last thing, how can folks find you online? Like, what? where do they find you on YouTube or that kind of thing? Uh, so if you just type in Mark Payton on YouTube, it'll pop up the channel. And uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, uh, it's just Mark Payton as well. You just type in Mark Payton. Actually, hold on. It's uh, someone took my name. So M-A-R-K-P-E-Y-T-O-N is taken. Don't follow that account. It's M-A-R-K-P-E-Y-T-O-N-N. So I had to add an N to the end of my name. So that's it. So if you want to find me on Instagram, that's how you find me. Yeah, we'll link those on there so folks can find you, but um, I'm sure they'll want to come watch some of these these fun videos. I'll link to some of my faves on there too, but yeah. But hey, Mark, thanks so much for hopping on today and uh, being a little part of our Washtaw story, even though you're uh, finishing up across the ravine there. But um, yeah, thankful for you, excited about, you know, doing this basically full-time, doing all these videos and stuff. So thanks for being a positive influence to kids out there and to our campus community too. So I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Tiger for Life podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe so you won't miss out on future episodes. Oh, yeah.